Welcome to episode 4 of Sullying the Lad. Today we're going to be talking about one of my favourite things in the world, along with calories and macros, supplements, detoxes, and whether Dutch from Predator was actually Dutch. We hope you enjoy it. Thanks for listening. I can't wait to get into the subject of today's podcast, which is one of which is probably my second or third favourite thing I like doing. Okay. I mean, we could delve into what they are, but maybe it's not appropriate. This, or If we keep yeah. it an over-18s podcast. <laughs> um, yeah. Food. I think especially with everyone's situation with lockdown, mate, food has become that one thing that we can all look forward to and still enjoy. 100%. For anyone that can't see Dom, no one can see Dom. He's literally just drank out of what can only be described as like a tanker or something. It's literally a bottle of water the size of my torso. This is a four-litre bottle, two of these a day, or one and a half, I should say. Six litres, bosh, done. Six litres. And once you've finished, you can just wee in it. You don't need to go to I wee thing. in it, and then, yeah, it's just easy. Just recycle it, just keep going. It's really good yeah. for you drinking your own wee. That's <laughs> one of the things that we're going to talk about, the benefits of drinking your own urine today. Brilliant. No, don't do that. Yeah, so going back to, like, food being literally the one thing that you can still enjoy in lockdown. Um, but for a lot of the, the things that we really enjoy in life that we're separated from, mostly social contact, I think food has become something that people are concentrating on a lot more. And I actually think that people are probably eating more. It's probably too extreme to it, to be honest. There's, they're probably eating more on the wrong thing. Or they've probably taken time for, actually, I've got this opportunity now to prepare food properly and to eat, eat correctly um, and to, you know, look after myself a little bit more. So there's probably complete opposites of the spectrum. But a lot of people's minds are focused on food at the moment. And obviously, it's a bit of your speciality. So Dom, Dom wrote me a nutrition plan. And I was literally, I literally was expecting something to come through an email that was going to be like, I don't know, a few sentences and, um, you know, three three things I should eat. Eat this, um, Chris. Eat your fruit, <laughs> eat your fruit and veg. But literally, it was so in-depth. and it, Yeah, just eat this. It was so, um, your knowledge just really came through, mate. It was, it was super impressive. And it was easy, easy to follow as well. And I completely went off track a bit, like I told you. But we've had a discussion <laughs> and I've been told off. And um, as soon as I move and I can buy some food again, I've got to get back on it. Because during that time, I felt better. I had more energy. My sleep was better. And I looked better. And my mind was better. Like, it literally benefited me in every way humanly possible. Um, the only thing I didn't get used to, but you're like, it's going to, don't worry, it'll be fine. I'm literally a two-point man, two, two-pint man normally, and I need, a, I need a piss. <laughs> so the amount of water that you just mentioned, 
I had to keep reminding myself, you've got to have another glass of water, you've got to have another glass of water, um, because I'm not used to drinking that much. But other than that, um, it was it was quite easy to follow. And because you have got time in lockdown to prepare your meals, a little bit of prep, and it, you know, it wasn't it wasn't too much hassle. And also, blowing your trumpet here, Dom has also got his free recipe book on his website. And um Anyone who hasn't downloaded that yet, it's free. So just get to it. Get on it. But I would love to talk to you, mate, about um, pre-workout food and post-workout food. Okay. And I know that it's not overly healthy to work out every day um, to extreme. So also the difference between a workout day and a rest day. So. Okay, that's interesting. Let's start with your first. So pre and post-workout. Okay. And this is the thing. Eat, eating for how it works for you is the most important thing. That's what you need to find. But you do need some food in you before a workout. 60 to 90 minutes before a workout, you want some fast absorbing carbs. Okay. With some protein and some healthy fats. Okay. I like my pre-workout is I will have oatmeal. And then I have some protein powder, some frozen blueberries, and then I put a bit of lint dark chocolate, 90% dark chocolate in for healthy healthy fat. It's really, really easy to prep, and it's really good and easily absorbed for your body. You don't want anything that's going to be hard for your body to digest. You want stuff that's going to be easy on your tummy, and that's hence the fast, like oatmeal or fast-acting carbs. You can have porridge. I used to have um, semolina or anything like that that's fast acting carbs protein powder whey protein isolate powder mm. you want what's the difference there's so many now isn't there so isolate isolate is like pure more pure it's literally that it's more more isolated and most of the pro- whey protein isolates are about 90 percent content of protein um a lot of the other ones if you look at the content of protein it's more like sort of 70 to 80 percent which doesn't sound a lot, but when you're in a calorie deficit and you're traffic, tracking your calories, you want as much bang for your buck. So if you've got 20%, 30% of those calories are not protein, then that you're filling your calorie a calorie allowance up with stuff that's not really helping. You want the most bang for your buck. So whey protein isolate is a really good one to have. So I have that. Um, I like frozen blueberries. That blueberries are my favorite fruit. Any sort of Fruit like that will be really good. Just some berries, strawberries. You could even have half a banana, something like that. Um, and I like the lint dark chocolate. Uh, you want the 90% or something high dark chocolate content because it's got the cacao in it, which is the dark chocolate. Cacao! 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 Um, so you want that. You want the dark. And that's a healthy fat. We'll get onto fats in a minute. Um, and I like to put a bit of cinnamon. And I got a really good tip. Uh, manuka honey is good to put in it as well a bit of sugar to get your get it into your muscles quickly very good for uh, what is manuka honey good for it's got really high antibacterial and anti-inflammatory properties so it's good for combating colds and bugs and stuff well i read uh one of the apparently one of nature's most powerful it is expensive, but you can't put a price on health, I don't think. And it, yeah, it is expensive. People go, True. people go, oh, that tub of honey's 20 quid. I'm not paying that. And then yeah. at the weekend, they spend 60 quid in the pub on beer. So it's like, well, hang on. 
what's what's more important they're the easiest comparisons aren't they i think um when people say well i can't afford it and it's like so what do you spend your money on then because this is health and this is going to give you so many benefits like but you're going to buy a fred perry t-shirt for you know 65 quid it's the same with hair i'm like you're gonna wear this haircut for a month like what are you gonna spend your money on um you know clothing wise that makes you look better as well like your hair is going to be more of an attraction kind of thing so yeah i think i definitely mean the past i've made comparisons to like oh it's really expensive to do that but it's like well if you do that and, and make it a thing and get rid of something that you don't essentially need there's no issue is it? it's, it's, it's an easy thing to eradicate when people say i can't afford it plus it can be done on a budget mate can't it there are lots of 100 um, percent like mu- muscle food is like and it's all weighed and you know exactly what calories are in each thing i think they do some great deals they do it's definitely worth hunting those kind of, i'm going to get onto that in a minute as well like the bulk, mm. bulk buying but People people think eating healthy is expensive, and it can be if you go all organic-y, free-range, prepped prepped by Buddhist monks in the foot of the Himalayan hills, and they've hand-stripped everything. I mean, it don't has, doesn't have to be. Fruit and vegetables are not that expensive when you start comparing it to what people pay for pre-packaged stuff. And what's the most important part of that, especially f- for me personally and what I try and get my clients to do, which I tried to get you to do it, which you have done, is knowing what's going into every meal. You've prepped it. You know what's in it. And using wholesome, single-source ingredients. If it grew on a tree or if it came out the ground, and if you eat, if you're not vegetarian or vegan, if it used to run or swim, that's all you want. You don't want anything else. And I think that's really important. But that's what you want. You want to keep it keep it simple. And I think what, what made me happy was when I gave you all that information and you said it was easy to understand and follow. There's a lot of complication about food and people get really like oh i don't understand it it's really complicated that's because the fitness industry want you to think it's complicated and there's some secret magic potion there really isn't you just need to understand what you need what calories in calories out whether you want to lose weight or gain weight and that's and then you can work out your equations from there and everybody's different there's good baseline things you can do to start off with which is what i set you up on but you should always tweak as you go along because your body's changing, your weight will change as you start getting results. A lot of people make the mistake if they'll go, I don't know, I need I need 2,000 calories a day and I'm going to get 30% from my protein, 40% carbs, and then the rest from healthy fats. But then they don't adjust it. And three, four months later, they haven't start adjusted plateauing. their food. Yeah, and it's another – you need to keep – I'd review – if you like, if we were training one to one, I'd be reviewing your food weekly or at least fortnightly, and we'd be tweaking it as we go along. Because unfortunately, and what people need to understand is your food is the most important thing out of everything you're doing. Everyone think it's thinks it's your workouts, and yes, you need you need all those things together. You need to do strength training. You need some cardio. You need to sleep and you need to rest and recover. You need to find your why. But the most important thing is your food. If you're doing, especially if you're going hard, if you are doing five workouts a week and you're not eating properly, you will not see any results, which is why you'll probably do more damage, won't you? Yeah, 100%. And your performance will dip. Might get injured. You might get injured. But if if you're eating right and you're fueling your body with what it needs to perform at its optimum, you will get results. That's why you see people going to the gym and they're like, how long have you been coming to the gym, mate? It's like a year, and it's like, right, 
I can really I can really vouch for that, mate, because um I like I said, I've been going to the gym off and on for a while, but there was a, a was a period of time where I was really on it. Um and I was probably at a, an age where I didn't really notice putting on weight if I ate loads of food. It just, you know, I could just burn it off. And I played played a lot of foot, football and squash and I was, you know, quite an active person. But after a couple of years, and I saw, I did see a huge difference. I mean, you went from, you know, a skinny, like, teenage kid to, to someone that had been going to the gym five days a week and eating a shed tonne of food. But I wasn't, I didn't really have um, the knowledge and I wasn't guided what to eat food-wise. Um, but after after that, and when I started getting to, like, late 20s, I probably started working out, I reckon, about 22. No, a bit younger than that. I'm, I might have been late, late teens. And then off and on would be really into it and then and then dipping and out of the gym a little bit. Um, but when I got to late 20s, I'm definitely now, I just plateaued like you wouldn't believe. And I was, you know, I felt like I was um, quite strong, but I just got to a point where I couldn't push myself any further. And then it, you know, it really became apparent that what I'm eating isn't fueling my ambition if you like, to what I want to um, achieve um, and look like. And I, I didn't feel particularly healthy. Um, and I think one of the, obviously, when you work out, you are worn out, right? But you shouldn't be worn out for the rest of the day if you're eating right and you're replenishing what you've burned and more to build. They're almost like, I don't know what I'm talking about. No. <laughs> no, I don't do <laughs> I it. I wouldn't no. go that far. No, you do. I mean, I think that's the thing. You, you will plateau, especially if you've been weight training for a few years. You get like what they call newbie gains, where it's easy for you to pack on muscle and keep going. It will slow down as your body adapts to the changes, and that's why you need to accept that it's just a long journey. It's the tortoise and the hare thing, and you definitely want to be a tortoise, and you just have to keep going. You will plateau, but you know what works. And as long as you keep going and you keep challenging your body to grow, I think the other thing people make the mistake of is having the same workout and doing the same things. Yeah. Or you get the opposite where people don't do the workout long enough. Keep changing your workout every two or three, four weeks. You're not going to get the benefits. You need to be doing the same workout for more like eight to 12 weeks. So your body gets used to the movement patterns and you're, you're strengthening your ligaments and your tendons and all that. It's like building a house. You want to do the lower foundations first and then build everything on top. Everyone wants to get to the end result. But actually, you want to take your time in laying the foundations for a stronger future by really milking all the workouts for what they're worth and getting the benefits out of them and stay in them. Practice the technique. Form and technique is so much more important than the weight you're lifting. And a lot of people make the mistake of lifting with their ego oh, I'm going to do 80 kilos, 90 kilos. But their form's terrible. And you won't, you're better off doing 50 kilos with perfect form, with time under tension, with correct technique. You'll get much, much better results, I promise. I've, I've, I've been in that category where I've, I've thrown around some weights um, poorly and too heavy and um, just get injured. Yep, there's that side of it as well. And even if you don't feel it like, like a, you know, um, an impact injury like it's happened there and then over time you keep doing the same thing 
you're literally going to go backwards and cause yourself an injury. And I've, I've definitely been in that category for sure. And I still struggle a little bit with in between me. Yeah, I'm getting old now, so I just feel all the twinges, but definitely in between my shoulder blades in my back is still an issue. And it's because I overextended with too much, um, with heavy weights doing flies and um, chest flies. And I actually, a personal trainer come up to me and told me, and he said, I bet you I bet you hurt. So he watched me do an exercise and he came up to me and said, I bet you hurt in between your shoulder blades. And I said, yeah, definitely, like on the left side for sure. And he's like, well, you, you're overextending and you're lifting too heavy. And I was, you know, I was like, oh. Sign of a good trainer, isn't it? So, you know, yeah, true. And he, yeah, exactly that, to be fair. Um, sorry, we always divert. It's always my fault. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good there's some good knowledge in there though so let's get back so pre-workout you want to have a 60 to min 60 to 90 minutes before you work out you want to have a pre-workout fast fast carbs fast absorbing protein and some healthy fats i would mix that with water i wouldn't mix it with milk try it and see how you get on post-workout everyone says you've got you've got to have some whey protein within the first hour of your workout otherwise it won't absorb properly yes it will Biggest tip I ever got from a fellow personal trainer, and it's brilliant, is wait until you are hungry after your workout, then eat something. Uh, okay. Because then it, your body will absorb it. When you've worked out, your body's stressed and you're you're all pumped up, all your systems are ramped up. And the last thing it wants to do is have to then complete another task of digesting, absorbing food. So let your body calm down. Let your body get back to its natural status of just being normal, functioning. You're all calm nothing's elevated anymore and then you'll get hungry and your body will go i need some food now you'll start feeling hungry then have your post-workout it might be an hour after two it might be two hours it, just whatever it is just wait for you to be hungry that's a really good tip mate i think um again just talking about my own experience i've definitely almost forced myself to eat like because you feel like you're supposed to be and it was too soon and you you're not you're not hungry and it, it almost makes you feel a bit sick. Yeah. Well, your body's not ready to eat. And they've, they, uh, I think they've done, they have done numerous studies on it. And actually it doesn't make a difference when you have it. You just, as long as you've got it in your system, but time it for you. So it gives your body a chance to absorb it. And all you want after a workout is fast absorbing carbs and some protein. I would use whey protein isolate. And we mentioned it earlier, cocoa pops, um, Fast acting carb, sugary carb, just absorb it, get it in there, and it'll help get straight to it, get the nutrients to your muscles, which is where you want it, basically. Um, another good tip I got, uh, which was from uh, Kurt Ray, who I mentioned before, uh, he used to compete as a physique athlete. He said, in your pre workout, add some salt, um, and it helps your body, the sodium, it helps get the nutrients to your muscles quicker. And helps your body absorb it salt gets a bad rap um but that's only because there's so much salt in processed food and then people add loads of salt to it when you're eating clean you can actually add uh six grams of salt throughout the day um and you'll be fine and it's not your body will absorb it slash especially if you're working out and running you'll sweat most of it out anyway your body will just use what it needs and sweat the rest out so that's another good tip um but yeah definitely pre and post is really important and then how you set your other meals up around that is entirely up to you do what works for you everyone's like oh you've got to have eight meals a day oh you've got to have three meals a day just do what works for you and as long as you get those calories in and hit your macro targets 
absolutely fine. Um, and would you say um, there's a better time of day to do your workouts? So, like, if you worked out in the evening, for instance, and then, you know, you went, you were hungry, say, and it was an hour later, and then you went to bed half an hour later after that, is that better because your body is resting? Or is it better to work out during the day or possibly the morning so you get a whole day of food after that point? Either. Because either way, it doesn't matter. Do what works for you. I'm not, I struggle in the mornings. I have done workouts in the morning. Like I did the workout with my Zoom client this morning. I have done workouts in the morning. But I personally, it depends what you're working out for. I would suggest if you're working out to lose weight or if you're pushed for time and you're leading a really busy life, like yourself, you've got the family to look after and all these things, doing your workout early in the morning can be good because then you know you've done it and the day is yours then. For me personally, I'm trying to bulk up and gain strength at the moment, and I work out better in the evening. So I do late afternoon or early evening workouts work better for me because I feel like I've had a day's worth of food, and then I've got all that energy in there to push me on through my workout that's going to be quite hard, quite taxing for me. So again, it's personal choice. Do what works best for you. Everybody's different. If, if It just depends on your goals, but do you think when you're trying to lose weight, doing it in the morning, or if you're pushed for time, doing it in the morning can be good because people do struggle with time. And we've spoken about before making making a list of things to tick off, and um, that's a, a really good one to get ticked off because it's it's personal time. 100%. It's for your fitness and your health. Um, it's a really good thing to have on your list. There's a guy called Andy Frisella. Have I ever spoke to you about him before? No, I don't think so. He's a bit of a crazy loon, um, <laughs> but he's he's an entrepreneur and he's um, he's a, a bodybuilder and he's done amazingly well. And he has a podcast and he's really, um, he gets my energy levels up, definitely, for sure. He talks about all types of different subjects and stuff, not just, but mostly he's based on, on success-driven um, policies and he's he's crazy on lists and he does this thing called 75 hard so it's really simple instructions anyone wants to have a look at it and it is read i can't remember how many chapters of a book per day work out um twice a day he says once has got to be outside and the other one um can be muscle training so one cardio one one muscle training eat right and then the other one is to drink and I, whatever, how many litres of water is it a day? And that's his list. That's it, every day. Until after 75 days, it's a complete habit. And the transformations are ridiculous. So I bring it up, one, because um, of the list thing. But two, mate, what should people's expectations be of if they're following a correct diet and um, they are working out and following your instructions maybe on a one-to-one level three or four times a week. Um, I think sometimes the expectation of how far people should go um, in an amount of time might not be correct. Like, how long do you think until people will feel and see the difference? Eight weeks. Eight weeks. Roughly. And, I mean, everybody's results are going to be different because it's – it's genetics. It's how hard those people push themselves, especially if they're working out on their own. It's how honest they are and how much they are actually following their food. But if they follow it to, to the letter, you should be able to see a noticeable difference in how you feel and how you look visually 
in eight weeks. Um, and if you're with a trainer, I don't want to diss anybody, but if you're with a trainer and you've got a picture of when you started and a picture of eight weeks and it looks exactly the same, something's not, something ain't right. So you should be able to see, no, it's not always visual. It should, but it should be a bit. If you're following a calorie deficit or trying to bulk up, you should have some results after eight weeks. And a mo- a lo- most of the most important thing is, especially what you said mentioned earlier, is how you feel, what your energy levels are like, how you're sleeping, how you're digesting food better, are you in a, be- a better mood? All those things are way more important than, I want to get, get a six-pack. You're actually better off going, right, I'm going to work out. I'm going to do exactly do these five-point lists. Read, eat right, work out, get some cardio. Active recovery days as well. Rest days doesn't mean I sat on my ass for 20 hours on Wednesday because it was my rest day. <laughs> yes. No. I'm not coming into work today's rest, rest day. day. No, act, rest, day leave, means so rest day. Rest day just means a rest day from not doing your strength training, but there's still you can still do a little 20-minute hit circuit. You can go for a run. You can do some stretching. You can go for a walk. You can do some yoga. Do something every day for at least half an hour, if not an hour. And you'll feel so much better and it will help it will help spare you on it's like this continual cycle spiral that keeps going up it, and you just the bet the more you start getting results and the better you feel the more you start wanting to do it and then like you say that guy 75 days and then it becomes a habit i mean you're kind of it's kind of eight to 12 weeks really and i don't think i think people spend years getting out of shape and they expect to work out for for three <laughs> for three weeks and get hench yeah. in it's no. You spent years letting your health go. You spent years adding weight to your frame. It's not going to fall off overnight. You need to accept that it's going to take some time to reverse that process. But what is really wonderful about your body is you can and will reverse that process if you stick with it. And it's just about consistency. All these people that you see with amazing physiques. The only difference they've got over you and I and everybody else is consistency. They've stuck to it. They've, there is no way around that consistency. And it doesn't have to be hard. And that's the other thing as well. Like, there's 24 hours in a day because everyone says, I haven't got time to weigh my food. I haven't got time to work out. I know people are pushed for time. But if you write your day down and, like, imagine it's a pie and take the slices out, eight hours of sleeping, four hours with the kids, two hours, whatever it is, eight hours of work, you will still be left. I promise you will still have your visa. You'll still have a couple of hours in there that's not accounted for, and you can you can still do it. And also people think working out is the hard bit when you're trying to do it, exercise. I would argue working out is the easy bit because you know it's an hour of what you're doing. It's focused intention, and you're in there. And then you've got 10 hours left in your day where you can fuck it up by eating too much or laying down for the rest of the day. That's the thing as well. People work out and they go, brilliant, I've done a workout. I'm going to have a banana muffin and watch the entire box set of Game of Thrones where you just ruined your workout there and then. So if you need to stick to your plan. It goes hand in hand with having that, having that mindset, doesn't it? Definitely. Well, I think people need to tap into a strong why are you doing it and have goals, have proper goals. Everyone goes, I want to lose weight. Well, that's not a goal. You want to, you want to go, I want to lose 10 pounds in the next five weeks. Brilliant. Okay. That's quite a, that's quite a big goal to ask to lose two pounds of fat, losing weight, losing fat off your frame isn't the same as weight loss. So there's two distinct things, but to say, I want to lose two pounds a week for the next five weeks and I want to lose 10 pounds of weight. Brilliant. 
now you've got something to work towards. Now you can plan it out and now you can get your goals going, yeah. get your nutrition and workouts in track. You need to have a map. There's no point not having an idea of where your journey is going to go. Otherwise, it just becomes completely aimless and completely pointless. You're just like, I want to lose a bit of weight. When, why, and how are you going to do it? You've got to get that in there. It's like we've spoken um, about before, and it goes goes back to business as well. Mm-hmm. You know, the if you find what the end goal is, and then you work your way back. So, like, this is where I want to be. I want to have lost this amount of weight because um, this will be my ideal weight for for my height and um, size. And then work your way back. Right. So that means this amount loss per week for this amount of weeks following this diet. And that's how you're going to get there. And then that's when you've got to be strict with yourself. Like we say, hard work pays off and dedication and sticking to it. I was just going to say, it also keeps you accountable and it's easy to, it's easier to track it in micro targets as well. So if you want to, if you know you want to lose two pounds, this is just examples, but if you know you want to lose two pounds a week, and you weigh yourself and you've only lost a pound and a half, you can go, right, why is that? And you can look back, especially keep detailed notes of your workouts and your cardio, keep a daily tracker of what you've done. And then you might even find, oh, on Wednesday, I'm doing X, Y, Z. Perhaps if I try this, I'm, perhaps I'm not doing long enough cardio or whatever it is, or your food goes off on a Wednesday. On Wednesday, me and the missus get takeaway. And that's takeaway night. You can start honing in on what might be stopping you from getting to that goal. And it's no good It's no good setting your goal, right, in five weeks, I want to lose 10 pounds, and then just starting it and then seeing where you're at in five weeks. You can adjust it weekly, keeping yourself accountable as you go along. And then you can go, because it's not going to be a straight line to, I lost 10 pounds. It's going to go like that. Um, if anyone else, you can't see me, Chris can see me, I'm doing an up and down wave, but... You, you is, can see why you're doing it. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, let's get some moves, baby. Perhaps we should post <laughs> this as a video. It might be funny. But that's that will help you hit your target and keep you motivated as well. It keeps you accountable. It's all just about putting yourself on train tracks, if you like, and you know you're going to go from A to B. How are you going to get there? You're going to hit bumps along the way. But as long as you're tracking and keeping yourself accountable, you can do it. We touched on it a little bit earlier about making a bit of time for your food prep and stuff like that. And then I I spoke about muscle food and things because um, I think some of the mistakes I made when I was um, healthy eating is um, I'm not a terrible eater now. Like I still eat pretty balanced, but not what I should to to reach my my wants at the moment. Um, But talking about people struggling to um, prep and stuff and something that I – didn't do too well is is bulk buying because i was i was buying them when i was running out was going to buy again one i think you spend more um and two you don't prep as well um for your your meals and i think it becomes a lot easier if you can get things in bulk which tends to be a bit cheaper and the great thing about some of the um, websites that are about at the moment is um, it will tell you how many calories are in it. It will tell you the amount of protein, the amount of carbs. So it's really easy to enter onto your trackers as well. Um, so I'd just like to ask your opinion, mate, on the best places to um, get like your food. You know, we said muscle food. There's, prob- there's probably others, but there's places to get um, supplements as well, you know, your, your protein shakes. And I know that we spoke about... Um, particular vitamins and creatine is the other thing that, that can benefit depending on what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so what do you think the best places are, mate? And 
realistically, um, what do you reckon? It's a hard one to do because it obviously depends what you're trying to achieve. But what do you reckon the average spend, just to say for yourself, would be on what you spend on your food? In a week or a month? Yeah. Or a day? Uh, well, if we do a week, we can work out a month and then I can do some quick math and work, work out the day. Quick right. month. For, for me, me <laughs> quick math. yeah. Depends where you're, it depends what, obviously it depends what your goals are. Yeah. But for example, what I'd recommend is obviously you've got muscle foods. There's varying other sites you can Google where they'll they'll deliver you your food to. I just use Sainsbury's. It's just easier for me. Do you? Uh, Sainsbury's, I've just started doing home deliveries. I've spent £106 on my last delivery, and that should last me at least 10 days. It might even stretch to two weeks. I will have to top it up with some fresh veg, but I bulk bought chicken, bulk bought steaks, bulk bought frozen fish. Uh, bulk bought, I got a big rice. I got some frozen vegetables, loads of fresh vegetables, loads of tubs of yogurt, all that kind of fish. stuff. Fish, fish. Um, and what was really good is I just bought what was on my meal plan. When I go to the shop, I'll go, oh, that's an offer. I'll grab one of them as well. And I'll get a bit of this and a bit of that. And I'll quite often, and you don't need to do that. So I just bought exactly mm. what I've got. No naughty, I've got no temptations. Everything is on my plan that's in my cupboards. And that's all I've got. That's all I've got to eat. So I'd say it's probably 60, 60 to 70 quid a week average for me. Um, which some people might go, oh, that's a lot. £10 a day for all your meals and your um, snacks is is not much. Mm. I mean, you'd spend you spend £15 getting a disgusting takeaway. So, and that'd be one meal. So that's not that's not bad, is it? When you break it down like that, it's not bad. And it's it's also buying buying in bulk and getting it already, but also it's I would I'm I have the luxury of working for myself so I can prep my meals as I go but previous to that I would bulk cook get yourself some Tupperwares just foil wrap a load of chicken or whatever meat you fancy or whatever your protein source is bulk cook it up boil up a massive saucepan of rice and then just cook all your vegetables up do a load of broccoli whatever you've you know all the colors of the rainbow in your veg whatever you want to do and then just weigh it out just get your food get your food scales and then just bulk bulk do it you can when I was really, really strict and following my calorie deficit, which I think is actually slightly harder than bulking to hit the, hit your calories and your macros, it's, it's got to be a lot tighter and a lot more precise. But yeah. I was only cooking twice a week. Bulk cook, box it up, and then you just get it out of the fridge, warm it up and eat. It's brilliant. Saves you so much time. But it's the same as anything else you're doing. When you first start doing it, it might take you a little bit longer. It might take you two, three hours to, on a Sunday afternoon to do it all. But as you do it, you'll get better. And when you start learning what the portion sizes look like, you can almost back away from weighing it because you know what it looks like and you can yeah. start doing it. Um, sorry, start start just uh, putting it in the Tupperwares and getting it going. So, But your food is crucial to your success. I can't, I cannot emphasize it enough. It's like anything, isn't it? Like it's fuel, like... It's fuel, like you can't get anywhere in a car without fuel. Like anything needs an energy source. Like it's just not going to happen otherwise. Let's use that. That's a really good analogy. And it's one I've read before. It's in a couple of books I've got. Your body is the only place you have to live for your whole life. It's And if you imagine your body is a car, 
you have you have a choice. You can give it premium fuel, and you can turn your your car your body into a premium car. You can basically drive around in a Ferrari, or you can drive around in a clapped out old transit van. It's up to you what you do. You have the power to do that. There's and it's to your own potential, your genetic potential. You're not going to necessarily look like some of these people, but you'll feel better. You'll perform better. And what you put in your body is absolutely vital to achieving that. And I've gone, I've done it, but I don't know anyone who doesn't follow a meal plan and and go, oh, I feel much better. I've not had one person go, I followed your meal plan for a month and I feel like shit. No one says that (laughs) ever. Yeah, well, I know someone that was. (laughs) Yeah, well, we know who who would say that. (laughs) Well, the problem is, is that person wouldn't even follow the meal plan. I'd go, right, here's your meal plans or here's your nutrition plan. And they'd go. Nothing's changed. Why not? No, I haven't done it. I'm not doing that. But it's it's really important. Even if you eat shit, you're going to feel like shit, period. And you'll be on this shit, I call it the shit cycle, where you just keep eating shit, shit and cycle, you feel like yeah. shit. So your comfort eats shit and you just keep feeling like shit. And you're not going to change until no you change. No change equals no change. It's very simple. Yes. Yeah. Um, something that's got the headlines quite a lot recently I told you and I didn't do you, that. I didn't do it. I wasn't even there. It wasn't me. Yeah, it was, it I wasn't know there. nothing about it. I'm his alibi. <laughs> we were recording a um, podcast, is, my lord. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think it's come out because of COVID a bit, but and I've been told to take it by numerous people. Um, and I just wondered whether you could shed some light, mate, on on what vitamin D does. Why do we need to take it as a supplement? And it seems to be one of those ones that everyone should take it. I mean, my mum told me to take it just after you told me to take it. And what what does it do? Why does it benefit well, us? Well, firstly, do you find a lot of people tell you to take it a lot? Because you might want to have a little think about that. If a lot of people come up to you and go, Oi, Chris, take it then you might have a bit of a problem. (laughs) You might want to think about a career change, perhaps. No, uh, vitamin D3. It helps increase your bone density and helps strengthen bones. It boosts immunity. It increases your mood, improves your heart function, and it it can help with weight loss. I mean, it's, it's, it's one that you've got to have on there, basically. Yeah. Even if even if you're not following anything, like I think at the moment it's probably got the headline so much because a it's good for your mind, you can improve your mood, which I think um, a lot of people definitely we know mental health is um, through the roof at the moment, and um, two um, it can boost your immunity. Yeah. So it probably might you know if you did get COVID, it, it could help you not get it so bad i guess i'm not a doctor or anything but i imagine that's why people are banging on about couldn't comment but i just know it it helped definitely definitely helps boost your mood and i think that's a massive and it helps your body absorb uh calcium um yeah vitamin d i believe but it's just um it's really good i think i don't like supplements and i think supplements are like the food equivalent get a bit carried away on them well you can do and it's easy to spend a fortune and people that no supplement in the world will make up for the fact that you're not following a food plan. People think they can take supplements and it will get them out of a hole. It won't ever do that. You've got to get your food, get your calorie intake and your macros on track. And then you can use a supplement. It's called a supplement. It's supplements. It's not a substitute. If they were called substitutes, it would be different, but they're called supplements. 
And it's another multi-billion pound industry that feeds on people's wants and needs and desires. And most of it you don't need. I'd recommend D3, but that, again, that's a little one for guys. I recommend, especially guys that are a bit older, zinc is good because zinc and is the zinc and D3 formed together to help make testosterone. Um, so that's a good one to have. And then creatine monohydrate, really mm. good, which helps you work out for longer and it helps aid your recovery for your muscles. And whey protein isolate, that's all you need. You don't need anything else. And even arguably, if you're eating right, you probably don't actually need any of those apart from maybe the D3. People waste loads of money. I mean, fat burners, total waste of time. Branch chain amino acids, if you're eating enough protein, waste of time. Essential ECAAs, essential chain amino acids, possibly. I've tried them before. They do seem to help in a workout, but I'm not sure. I'd have to look into more about on that, but I'm not sure you actually need those. If you're eating right, you don't need any supplements, basically. That's the thing, like going back to the the basics and keeping it keeping it simple. These supplements are stuff that you know, some, some it's got natural stuff in it, but it's it's essentially man made. It's put together by man. Um, or are you going back to talking about you know if you can grow it um, or you can kill it? <laughs> the simplest like caveman can i just can i just do can i do my arnie don't start killing random things can i do my arnie now yeah i can do my predator can't i i mean he was called dutch to be fair so if it moves we can kill it yeah what do you think (laughs) pretty good (laughs) get to the chopper. we could do the whole dutch dutch is dutch get to the chopper yeah let's get to the chopper yeah be really good if you sound like um you know austin powers gold member i'll behave Gold member. Oh, that's so rude. Um, sorry, we've gone off. To- <laughs> what a surprise. We've gone off topic again. Did, have you got anything written down, mate, that you wanted to um, talk about? Oh, all I, I've got so much written down. I mean, food's the most important thing. Do what works for you. Keep it simple. You don't need all these fucking stupid supplements, and you most certainly do not need fat burners and detoxes and all this detox tea and all that shit is absolute bollocks. Unless you need, unless your uh, kidneys are fucked or you don't need, you don't need a detox. Your body will detox you naturally. I've got a friend and I don't know if he's going to listen to this and I actually don't give a fuck if he is, but I've got this friend who harps on about doing these fucking stupid detoxes all the time. He's like, oh, my God, it makes you feel amazing, man. You basically just eat fucking cabbage soup for eight weeks or something stupid, and you get a headache. And you've Basically, just giving yourself diarrhea. Basically, you fuck yourself up. It's like, right, so I, you have nothing but cabbage soup for like four to six weeks, and you feel like shit, and you have the shakes, and you get a bit of a fever, and you've got a headache. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's basically all the toxins coming out of my body, yeah? They're flushing it out, so I feel like shit, and it's really good. And then I eat properly and I feel fucking fabulous. Yeah, because you're now eating properly, you fucked hard. I guess the key to everything is it needs to be long term, right? Hundy PC. We haven't even said that today yet. And anything that you, that you follow for a short period of time is not going to benefit you. And, and it's not something that you can continue doing. No quick fixes. Um, it's just one of those quick, 
There, that's the thing. Everyone wants a shortcut. There is no quick. And why do you want a shortcut? What's the fucking point of a shortcut? It's about the journey. It's like it's the sexual equivalent to just having a quick bunk up in the back of a car. Well, what's well, I mean, wrong with that, mate? Bit of, yeah, all right. Maybe that's a bad analogy. All right, <laughs> a bit bit of fun once in a while, but ultimately, it's not going to get you. Yeah, what you want ultimately long term, and it's not very satisfying. Mm. If you just did that all the time, it, you need to be in it long term. And there isn't a quick yeah. fix. There's no way, like you say, no one wants to do the hard work. But I actually personally think it's harder work eating shit, feeling like shit. You, everything aches, your back aches, you've got a massive belly sticking out. I've got a headache, can't sleep well, I'm in a shit mood. All that's harder than eating right, working out and making yourself feel good. I don't understand why yeah. people want to sit in this, oh, I feel like shit. All right, cool, make a change then. Nah, yeah. nah, I can't, can't. Gotta make a change. Oh, no, don't. <laughs> Get your jacko out. I'm gonna change for what's in my life. That was fucking good, wasn't it? I might be good, Michael. That was actually really good, mate. That was better than your Dutch come Austrian come oh, you Swedish horrible, for sure. Horrible, horrible man. You told me that was good, <laughs> and now you're saying it's shit. You're fucking just smashing my... Oh, I don't like that. So two-faced, yeah. mate. Do you know what I was thinking? You know, you've got your um, piano there. Yeah. Have you got a keyboard? I've got, do you know what you should do? We should have like um, effects. Uh, oh, I can, I can. We, dumb lad, PT. We can do some sound effects, and I could do some scissors cutting really fast. It's Chris from. It's Chris. Chris. From Chris. And we could have a bear that goes <laughs> chainsaw on a bear. Yeah, <laughs> yep, definitely do that, and also. Uh, we would really like, what are you struggling with in your business or fitness or some any questions you've got that you feel me or Chris could yeah. answer? Let's open it up to any, and we will have, at the end of each podcast, we will have sort of five questions, quick fire questions, straight in, no thinking, just answer them, which could be yeah. really fun or could go disastrously wrong, and we'll start doing yeah. that. We'll, I'll put some posts out for that. If anyone's listening and they enjoy it and find it helpful, if you could share it on your socials, that would be really, really appreciated. We need to get yeah, the word out. Yeah, please, please share us. If you've listened to it, like it will literally take you a second to share it because um, we're getting quite, we're getting really good feedback actually, aren't we, mate? So far, and yeah, it's really it's nice. really nice to hear. No one's, no one's slagged us off. I think yet. I'd like to um, say that as well quickly. People that have listened to it and commented or messaged me or messaged yourself or taken the time to put a comment on. We really, really, really appreciate it and makes it all worthwhile. If like I say, if we're just reaching one person and they're enjoying it and it's making a difference and helping them and they find it amusing, then that's a win-win as far as I'm concerned. So anyone that has listened, thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Um, Sweet. On a side note, before we go, two bounty hunters are out in the woods when one of them collapses, he doesn't seem to be breathing and his eyes are glazed over. The other guy pulls out his phone and calls the emergency services. He gasps, my friend is dead. What can I do? The operator says, calm down. I can help you. First, we need to make sure and make absolutely certain that he is dead. There's silence. Two gunshots are heard. He picks the phone back <laughs> up and says, all right, what now? <laughs> <laughs> sorry uh, sorry stupid joke right okay so we're drawn out to good. a conclusion check chris out at grizzlies mhs on instagram or you can check out his website grizzlies.com yeah i believe uh is it grizzlies.com grizzlies male hair salon.co.uk oh right i was way off with that then. yeah it's well long or just to, honestly if you just type grizzlies horsham we, we come up we got do you feel like you need to trim it down a bit <laughs> 
Ha, ha, ha. Oh, I wish I did. My email's the same. Why don't I just do Grizzlies, you know? Oh, that's all right. That's good. They say know what it is then. Right. And, right, we're going now. Uh, you can check me out at domladpt.com. On the back of what we were talking about on my website, I have a Nutrition 101 guide, which will explain calories and macros in depth. I also have a free calorie calculator on there, so you can go in, put in some basic information, Woo-hoo. and it will tell you all your calories. Once you know your calorie intake, oh yeah, hit me up a message, and I'll help you with your macros. There you go. How's that? Right, have a great day, everybody, especially See you later, mate. sound effects, man. And I'll, uh, I'll speak to you soon. Take care. Thanks for listening. 